One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The neon cyberscape of Tokyo, a dying satellite, a forgotten star, and then nothing. The last memories of four motley adventurers we call the Dragon Friends. Since that time, nothing seems real, no memory seems certain. Yet one thing you do know, throughout your adventures in these nine known worlds, through Carcosa, through Primus, through the Abyss, through the Shadowfell, one name has rung out time and time again. That of the Planeswalker, Hyperion Max. His disappearance has caused you countless grief. You have been blamed for his murder. You have been threatened for his absence. It is said that, that he was once your friend, but you travel with him no more. Now, instead, you travel with one Jeremy Scaleson, adventurer Lizardman Bard, who, though capable with a blade, is sore replacement for your friend Bobby Pancakes, who has met his end in these cursed worlds. At last, it seems, that an escape is possible. Power has been found, a portal, perhaps leading home, has been located, but the one controlling it is Frizo, now ensorcelled with the power to never die and a new sense of purpose. It's a real word, look it up. <laughs> Fucking read a book. What was, what was the word? Ensorcelled. And... All that stands between you is the merely the power and will to open that gateway. That and a shit-covered oblex that is even now bearing down on you, Baston, as your hands begin to slip on the grips of the wetway grate. Oh. Am I within reach of him? What's... You are, but he's covered in filth. And also, he's just thrown um, all oh, of this yeah, metal in shit. your face. Was I not allowed to like make a like dexterity That's saving? That's a great idea. Yeah, make yeah. a dexterity saving throw. Uh, Use dice cam. Oh, Dice yes. can. Boop. 11, and do I, what's my shit? Uh, yep, 11. Plus, is it that? Yeah, 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 okay, great. 16? Um, you dodge it all, and it <laughs> lands with, it sticks to the wall with a sodden thwap, um, but you maintain your graceful cleanliness. <laughs> Baston, however, you are beginning to slip as your onesie gloves are already scrabbling on the surface. Do I look cool? <laughs> no. Can oh. I do something? Oh my lord, no. <laughs> can I, so I'm standing next to... Uh, yeah, and you can see he's seconds from falling down to an oblex that right. is 30 feet below him and snapping, jumping, trying to okay. reach him. I'm gonna get, take my skull necklace mm -hmm. and throw it to Baston. Oh, okay. So he can use it to magic away. All right, great. So you, well, you don't need to throw it, you can actually just grip, lean down if you want. I throw it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Make a dexterity check for me. Um, DC 12. 13! <laughs> you sling it around like a lasso, not trusting his hands, which are full. And, and I you, yell, you gotta give it back! And you <laughs> throw it, and it opens midair and lands around his neck, and instantly, because it has already been attuned and learned, you realise you have the power to bam. Um, and I go... Top of the ladder! And I, that's what I say. Uh, I, I want to teleport. Can I do it? Yeah, out of the grate. Do I get? Yeah, I don't want to be in the poop anymore. <laughs> the poop you should have done it to straight to a shower. <laughs> <laughs> can you bamf, but leave the poop behind? Yeah, can I bamf out of the out of you the can, out of the shitty overalls? You, you can, but there's a chance you'll lose some clothing as well. Okay, let's do it. All right. 
Make for me a constitution. That is a feature, not a bug. Okay, uh, constitution, yellow <laughs> dice. 16 again. Four. Oh, no, boy. All right. Oh, boy. Now we get to roll. <laughs> Why has he opened his laptop? <laughs> <laughs> what? Roll for me on the Black Skull Transformation da- da- no, table. No, oh, boy, Yahtzee. <laughs> Uh, 23. <laughs> what happens? What you happens? grow larger as if affected by an enlarged reduced spell, except the effects last for one hour. <laughs> so mm. you're ta- you, you, you double in all dimensions, ripping out of the onesie. Yeah. Your weight is multiplied by eight, and you become a large creature. Um, so you have advantage on strength checks. Like a real man beast. Yeah, you hulk out. Best on smash. <laughs> Um, and you don't do it gracefully. You, 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 you become sort of strange and ungainly as you rip out of this thing and your hideous large body sort of clicks out. Keeping in theme with uh, the, uh, yeah. the copyright issue, you are a real Groose Granner. <laughs> <laughs> but is he still like Baston or is he like... No, no, he's, he's still Baston. Bilge! Is he still holding onto the... Hand me a Sprite! Whoa, that was a really slimming jumpsuit. <laughs> Very cool. But he's, he's out of the pit now. He is. Right? Yeah. He's, yeah. Got, he's bamfed and he's okay. become bigger. And I'm real big now. Is he still covered in poop? Uh, no, in fact, it's, it's, he, he's enlarged so much that the, um, like, it, it's, it's kind of become out. like a patina. It's mostly just, it's, it's like, it actually looks more like like a, like a baby an, oil. It's an outline of Little Baston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a bad tan? Yeah, like a weird, like body hair. It's not good. It's a bad scene. So yeah. he's up with us now. Yeah. Can the thing get to us? No, it's snapping uselessly. Oh. And Baston, you turn around and you daintily shut the grate. Oh. That was easy. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, did you give me that sprite? Because I really want to slam it down fast. Oh, oh, yeah. I wanted a solo. I slammed it against the wall. <laughs> Once again, let me just note that Sprite exists in this fantasy world. Sprites. How did you like your... It's made of crushed up fairies. Yeah, yeah, uh, So, did you, was it your necklace? Did I find your necklace? Uh, let, I, I haven't it? looked through yet. Let me just go have a look. Yeah, she really wants it. Anyone, anyone got some gloves? Am I wearing gloves? You're wearing, yeah. This, okay, but you cool. don't want to get it it's dirty. Cool. Can I pour the Sprite all over the, in the poop just to, like, rinse it? <laughs> <laughs> you rinse it and the metal items sort of slide down onto the ground. Um, and How many metal items are we talking great about? Great question. So you see there are some coins. Um, you can see that there are some um, teeth. There is a lot of Sprite cans for some reason. <laughs> um, a few cracked sets of Frizo's trademark glasses from all the times he died in the wetways. And there is your necklace. Oh, sick. So I'm just, I'm just going to grab that, guys. Pretty don't successful mind. first date, if you ask me. <laughs> He's hideous. <laughs> yeah, Montaigne, can I ask? Because we've been making fun of Eden's charms on you, but has, has, has Baston's charms been working on base base at all? I think she's kind of like, oh, cute kind of thing. But, like, appreciates it. Isn't fully, like... Ew, but isn't like, yeah, but it's just, it's... <laughs> she's but now that he's a giant man, is that, like, has that made him more attractive or less um, attractive to her? Or is it just right? Or is it straight, straight? It's just, I think, I think it's just straight line. Okay. The, so, so, yeah, so it doesn't... It, the, I think um, her, her uh, standard for um, 
uh, attractive beauty is Jared Way. So, <laughs> so, so however close to Jared Way that sure, anyone right. looks is how attractive. So like it's a straight know, line on a graph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so perhaps actually now in in beast mode, perhaps that's a little further away. Yeah, than right. Way yeah. Wow. Fair enough. Um, so unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, you, know, you, you can't fight Jared Way. <laughs> what that necklace do? <laughs> what? Uh, so the, the necklace endows me with all of my ethereal singing powers. And also, so her thing is like... But you were oh. so good before! <laughs> I know, right? We heard it's that, like, eh? It's like, it's like Girlfriend. me without the necklace is like Neo before he realises his true power in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> and is this how Base Base explains it to you again? Yeah, So Neo and the Matrix... <laughs> And the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Yeah. A really, lot of stuff happened I'm in the really back of the limousine. I'm really on that sort of like steampunk, cyberpunk <laughs> wave yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm riding it. And while we're working out what's canon in this world, Die Hard 1 yep. and Die Hard 3, but not Die Hard 2. No. Get that. <laughs> so what happens? Uh, the, Die Hard 3 is just called Die Hard 2. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so Die Hard 4, Die Harder is Die Hard... Three then? Yeah. Okay, which Jurassic Park films exist? <laughs> so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> if you would like. Your way up into the bridge. Okay, um, cool. Now deserted. Uh, congratulations, you have your necklace back, and Base Base is willing to travel with you. Uh, you, Frizo, find your way to the navigation throne. You don't need the lance to merely pilot the mm. ship down. It's a simple piece of. Um, Piloting to, yep. to, especially now that the security system, remember you turned off. Oh, the Deadland security uh, around the tower. That's the right. The Deadland security system around the tower is now being deactivated. Mm -hmm. I think Frazo and Jeremy still need to hash out that uh, uh, that argument. So we're all, everyone is in the bridge now? And you're getting comfortable on the chair, yeah. but you haven't turned it on yet. Jeremy, uh, in my laboratory are weapons of immeasurable power. Um, if you let us go back home, you can have as many of them as you want. To kill as many people as you want, or just hold them ransom, um, sell them, take them apart. Maybe you like Lego, I don't know. <laughs> they can all be yours. Um, but of course I would need to trade you for the... Uh, or I swore an oath to my captain. That oath is sacrosanct. Which captain? Hyperion Max. Oh, fuck's sake! I just—I didn't know he was your captain. I knew he was our captain. We have been playing this <laughs> for a year. Do you listen to anything? I listen to the bits that I say, obviously. <laughs> Frizo freeze officer. He has empathy memento disease. <laughs> <laughs> have object permanence. Yeah. I don't have object permanence for feelings. Yeah. Name the nine known worlds. Oh. Well, who could do that? <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon for a pin, can anyone in the audience do it? All right, well. It's <laughs> fucking right. fairyland. <laughs> yep. Yep. Spaceship. That's not one. <laughs> Close enough. Um, Spaceship. Jeremy. As far as I'm concerned, Freeze Officer, you are an asset to me. And I am keeping you on a very short leash. So what do you want then? 
Is it? Is it? Is it? What? What do you want right now? Do you want me to pilot? Where do you want me to pilot the ship? Is this what you want? Is this what you want? And he takes out his gun. And he shoots it off the head again. Um, it says. It says here. Filled Jeremy and the throne. It says here that um, lizard folk can make simple weapons from slain creatures. <laughs> That's so wh- true. So what's the pointiest part of Frizo's body? <laughs> I think we all know it's the very cool Chongus. <laughs> I fashioned myself a dagger. And you managed to do it before Frizo snaps back into reality and um, continues talking. I stab him with that dagger. <laughs> ah, the irony. My pre-barbed penis. That will be the, uh, the untimely death of me. All right. Um, does that make me stronger or weaker, Dave? I think it's probably just a... Um, you come back with all your parts. There's just now... There's, okay. There's now a, um, a second chongus, so, even more normal than the first. <laughs> Jeremy, where do you want me to... Pil- okay, well, you, you're yeah. in control then. No. Weirdly, it's a very normal dagger. <laughs> you it's look an at unremarkable it. dagger. You know, like... Like when you see something, like a piece of furniture, it looks weird and then someone moves it to another part of the room and it makes sense of the whole room and it makes sense of the piece of furniture. You look at the chongus in the hand as a dagger for the first time and you're like, oh, oh I get it. <laughs> really ties the room together. <laughs> I'm looking for leads. The leads are your forgotten memories. The best I can do right now is follow, for better or worse, your instincts. So... So Down if we to the Badlands, we go. So if we go to the Deadlands, we go to we go to the tower. Uh, we reclaim our, our memories that, that, are, that are left there, and then I, that can give you leads, and you let us go. Maybe make it so. All right. <laughs> That's Don says to no one in particular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, on screen, let's go. Hello. Piling down to the Deadlands. Yes. Yeah, right. Um. Is, is this like an Uber situation? I don't know how... Are you drive? Like, what I mean is, are you driving? No, you drive. You can drive. You've never done this before. You can use the autopilot or you could drive. Uh, I think... I reckon I can drive, Dave. Okay. What All is right. the... You want to just land? It's it's pretty... It'll be... Um, for you, it, this will be a wisdom check with proficiency because you can navigate. Sure. And it will be just a DC 14. Right, and that'll and that'll be that's that, a perfect is, landing. Is that to navigate? That's to land. That's yeah. DC fourteen. Navigation is easy because you know where it is. Okay. But just say I wanted to crash the ship. <laughs> then you would have to fail the test. So I'd have Wait, to. No, are you, I, do you want to just? Sorry. So I'd have to. I, I'd have to. Do I'd you have want to, to fail the test, or do you want to crash the ship? Well, no, I want to fail the test. So that would mean that I have to. I have to roll under fourteen. Are you looking for plausible deniability from the dice? <laughs> Yeah, Dave, I don't want people to be... I know the question what is, what are you trying to do? Uh, uh, Frizo is... Frizo yes. yep. is trying to land the ship. Okay, then roll. Okay. Yeah, you don't need disadvantage. Unless, you would only need, like, disadvantage or something if, if it was, there was a reason it was harder. What, what's Michael trying to do? <laughs> Passed on. I know what he's trying to do. No, Jeremy! Yeah. Jeremy. Ooh, I've never liked lizards at all. They're the worst... They're li- lizards, Blah, they're cold-blooded, and their dicks are real weird, and their pussies are even worse. I hate them. I hate lizards so much. Blah, I- I've killed a million of them. What are you going to do about it? I can read you like a book, Freezer. <laughs> You're not going to worm your way out of this one. Land the fucking ship. All right. 14, you make it. Congratulations. <laughs> Damn it! So I guess all of those hurtful things you said 
just linger in the air. Uh, you guys quickly dismount and make your way up through the tower again. And uh, As we go up the stairs, I whisper in behind Fraser behind his ear and say, my pussy is beautiful. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You make your way Chuck up. Chuck and we're home. Oh, the portrait. Oh, hi guys. I gotta remember what I sound like. It's this now. <laughs> You're wonderful at your art. Where is it, please? Nah, that's a little portrait joke. How you guys been? You good? Oh, getting up to all sorts of bits and bobs. How about you? Oh, I've just been an enchanted painting. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, nice. Um, I was in, but just before I, I, I was an enchanted painting of a horse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I can do a horse, I can do a, a landscape, I can do a boat. What's your favourite? Mm, this one. Yeah, yeah me no, too. It's good, it's the classic. Hey, where are memories? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry? Where are memories? You, you seen them in your wanderings around? Oh, I mean, that sort of stuff would probably be kept in Frizo's top secret laboratory up top there. Oh, let's head there. Yeah, so... Do we, have, we don't have to go through any of the uh, security measures before, No, no, they're we? all shut down. Um, so you're fine. I, I will say that as you walk up through the study area, you notice something that you hadn't noticed before because of your glasses, um, which is that the suit of armour that is standing by the staircase is also magical. The suit of armour? What kind of armour? Is it heavy armour, medium armour? It's heavy armour. It's, it's a set of quicked-off armour, which means that you can, as a free action, take it on or take it off. It's that kind of Tony Stark walk like, into... It's stripper pants armour. Well, let's... Okay. Does it look like medieval armour? Yes. And what size of person is it for? Uh, you get the sense that if any, it would fit anybody. Uh, I guess Phil just probably the best for it then. You want that heavy oh, armour? Oh, thank you. Cool. So it looks actually just like a... Um, you wear it like just a gauntlet around your wrist. I guess you'll wear it on the other hand because you've also got your crystal bracers on. And yeah, you can, as an action, turn it into a full set of plate armour. As a, Sorry, a free action. Um, Jeremy says, did you make this, Frieza? I guess. Do I know if I made it? You st you know that you've stolen magical art artifacts uh, from all over the nine known worlds. Right. You've stolen spell books, but you've also been building stuff in your workshop. I made this. I did not steal so it. You were working in your lab late one night? <laughs> <laughs> when my eyes... <laughs> when my eyes beheld a suit of armour. <laughs> yes. Um, Let's do the dance. <laughs> <laughs> baffling for anyone <laughs> listening to the podcast. When we asked, also in that, when we asked Hing to name one song from Rocky Horror, he said the time walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a step to the left and then a step to the right and then a step to the left and then another step and then you're sort of doing a, walking through, it, anyway, look, it's... And time is elapsing. <laughs> exactly, yeah. it's... Which reminds me. <laughs> uh, so Filch has the armor on. She's like clank, 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 clank. Okay, you put the armor on, so that means um, I'm walking up the stairs. Stealth penalties and stuff, but your armor class also goes up. Okay, this is the, the only kind of armor in the game where you don't need to do that. <laughs> so every time you have your armor, just so you know, your armor class goes up to twenty. Hell yeah, invincible! And clank, <laughs> clank, clank, clank. <laughs> And you make your way up to the stairs and soon you find yourselves once again in Frizo's workshop. Mm. And base base, you can't. You've never been here before. Oh, sick pad, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, yeah, obviously a wizard's workshop. There is a workbench. There are books scattered around everywhere open. It looks like someone's been sleeping here. And 
obviously Frizo's been spending a lot of his time, I suppose there is hentai everywhere. For sure. And for sure. Um, Frizo, <laughs> this is a new thing we discovered about your character. Um, we knew it all along, I think, though. <laughs> I think deep down we all knew that was yeah. one of he- Frizo's kinks. Um. <laughs> but above it all, the first thing that you, uh, your eyes are drawn to is this portal. And um, if, if Frizo had Twitter, he would have tweeted today, Vale, Stan Lee, you taught me it was okay to jack it to big titty anime bags. <laughs> sorry, what that's too fucked tribute. up, sorry. Is that who Stan Lee was? What? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, Hink's now doing his own Frizo fanfic. <laughs> Montaigne, uh, so Base Base, you've come with us. What do you want out of this? What, what, what does Base Base want? Uh, like, TBH. I just wanted the necklace back and uh, I got it. So I'm just tagging on for the, tag along for the good times now. Cool. Yeah, just, just for the good times. Uh, okay. Base Base, like you, has no way home. She's been brought here by a planeswalker against mm-hmm. her will, so she also needs some way to get back to the Bluffs of Chance. Right. Well, I'm... Freezer's going to take the lance mm-hmm. and he's going to put it in... To his bum? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to put it into the bum, the bit you. that fits the lance, <laughs> which is not my bum. Okay, you put it into the socket, the dish. into the, dish. the socket, yeah, the dish. into the dish. All right, so you place it into the socket, and suddenly Look. it jerks. Sorry, is that? No, it's not a bum. Ben. Okay, um, it jerks and rotates a quarter turn and shines white hot, and your hand has to leave it, um, and it cracks. A crack appears on the surface of it, but it doesn't completely shatter. Um, suddenly the hazy, murky image swirling in the portal that you've sort of seen all this time swims into reality and you see for the first time steps leading out to a strange new world. But it is not the world of Faerun. Uh, It is a world instead of blinding white architecture, stunning ladrin buildings, proud and eternal, a city that seems motionless, the the pave is empty and inviting. An ancient understanding stirs within the high elf part of your brain, Frizo, as you realize that you are looking for the first time upon the city of Dwiomahat, the one-time origin city of your people and the celestial seat of the Lady of Mysteries herself, your patron, the god... Well, you're, sorry, you're actually your god, the object of your faith, the goddess Mistra. Oh, shit. More knowledge springs unbidden to your mind. Though much of your memories remain locked, you have faint recollections. You built this portal, you remember, to carry you to this land. The lance was needed to break through to the worlds of the gods beyond the reach of mortals. Weeks ago, you suddenly, in a flash of insight, remember that you performed a powerful forbidden ritual um, that you mastered in your time in the House Eternal. And through that ritual, you ripped the goddess Mistra from her celestial seat and imprisoned her somewhere amongst the nine known worlds, leaving her realm for the taking. You know in an instant that all you have to do is walk those stairs, cross through that golden gate, ascend that stairway to the throne of Mistra, and you will take your place among the pantheon. I stand in front of the portal. Wait, no, no, you don't know any of this. You, I instinctively doesn't... just stand in front of it. Jeremy stands next to Phil. <laughs> with the sphere in his hand. My hands are on my hips. <laughs> in a really stern way. I, uh, Baston, like, kind of crosses his arms and, like, 
completes the Charlie's Angels tableau. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what he thinks they're doing? Yeah, like, oh, we're all... Do- okay, I can. <laughs> and here. I have the god Luke. <laughs> And then I also just cross my arms because everyone else is doing it. <laughs> the four of them are the only things in your way, Frizo. Hey! You didn't... I am not making you do anything. <laughs> Frizo, what is this place? You already made me kill Bobby. <laughs> I did not make you kill Bobby. Also, is that how you remember what happened? Hey! <laughs> I don't I, I have the spear. This is the Does light. Does he have the spear? No, 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 no. Freezer begins to talk to Jeremy. This is the library of all knowledge, which has answers to every single question this you is could tr- ever ask. This is true. Um, this, Dwyer Mahat is the first library. It is the first house of worship. It is the first place of magic. It is the first hospital. It is the seat of all knowledge, divine and mundane. If anyone amongst you now has a question they wanted answered then those answers will be beyond this portal Jeremy you could find out where your captain is and his name is (laughs) Halifax Joe (laughs) Baston you could find out if you really are a 10 Or if that's just uh, a thing you say, uh, because deep down you know, maybe Frizo. you're just a six and a half. Frizo, some of us doubt, others know. <laughs> do you? <laughs> do me, do me! Filch. Do me. Uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh? Um... You... <laughs> what does Filch want? Yeah, I think, I think it's, I think it's that. I think it's, well, I, okay. That is, that, clearly, yes, people in the audience are yelling at Katie. Clearly Katie is the emotional center of Filch. But I feel like, I feel like Filch is kind of just horny. <laughs> what about a dead brother, dude? <laughs> She's not horny for a dead brother. No, Come on. <laughs> All right, All no, no, Phil, you could... are playing together and this is your summation of my character. Because <laughs> remember how excited Philge was when she got to fuck that pirate? Yeah, but anyone would be. <laughs> All right, I'll roll you for it. Uh, above 10, it's Katie. Below 10, it's fucking that pirate. Wait, oh, you roll, you roll. That's very generous of you, Hank. You got a five. You're fucking the pirate. <laughs> hey, can I um, listen? There are other questions, dragon friends, that you may want answered. We've seen Bobby come back in spectral form. Is that it? Could there be more? Perhaps that might be something you'd like to know. <laughs> no, listen. I don't have a vested interest either way. You're really. Thank you, Jeremy. You're a really nice guy. Um, don't feel like you're living in Bobby's shadow or anything like that. Um, well, uh, drag special dragon huddle of people who aren't Frizo. Okay. Am okay. I included? Yeah, why not? Yay. 
All right, Frieza, oh. you're left to your own devices for a moment. So <laughs> wait, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we're, we're still <laughs> blocking. Um, so maybe we should we tie up Frieza and go to the library? Yeah, maybe I can. Maybe we can squeeze Bobby out of this uh, this vial I've got around my neck. Gross. <laughs> what should we do? Um, base been, base. Uh, well, do we? Is, base base is an elf. Yes. Does, does she, which, is, do you know about base base is a half elf? Do you do you have? <laughs> do, do you know about this place? Is this, is this yeah, you would know about Dwyama Heart, the home of the Eladrin, cool, which cool, the cool, elves cool, came cool, from. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, does Frieza has he already like declared an interest in like fully going up there and being the throne guy? Is that Frieza has been pretty pro becoming a god? Okay, cool, 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 oh, cool. Yeah. But none of you know about the throne, and none of you also know that the throne is empty. Wait, so this this not an ordinary library. This is where gods live. This is the yeah. home of the goddess of magic. So we know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Now remember, Filge is very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I she has a lot of wisdom. I, I really want to say, let's stop him. But now, you know, now once a portal is open, you know, it's like... One door opens. Yeah, we're we we just going to close it? It's like a can of damn Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> but really, really though, like worst case scenario. So what if we all just continue to huddle here and prevent him from going through? Well, I will now actually, while you're huddled, which has gone on for some time, I will now say to you, now you are in their peripheral vision, standing yep. in the room, but you have a moment to yourself. Frieza's just going to um, start biting his nails like this. Yep. And while he's doing that, He's going to say quickly, just into his arm, Lodgins, activate and fly the ship into the tower. Excuse me, could you please repeat that? <laughs> Lodgins, as the navigator, I'm commanding you to 9-11 this tower. <laughs> Season three, Dave the DM had a chance to make this a world where 9-11 never happened. And he chose, he chose to make this a canonical world where many innocent people died in a horrific terror attack. So don't boo me. All right, Should we uh, record it like a different version for our American audience? <laughs> um, well, this no, is I think they get that reference. Zing! <laughs> I am gonna need you to confirm that order. You heard me, Lodgins. 9-11, the Deadlands Tower. All right. You, the Heart of Glass dreamed into reality as the final offering of a mad god. Also one of only ten vessels capable of jumping from world to world. One of the only vessels that would have had any hope to bring you home. Crashes into the side of the Deadlands and in its dying swan song moment of splendor explodes. And during that, three things happen. Firstly... The central core overwhelms and Lodgins, you die, only I suppose to return a moment later. 
bound in eternal servitude. Congratulations, Hing. You have a new familiar. <laughs> oh, Lodgins. We're going to get along just fine. Secondly, um, all of you have a moment where you're all destabilised and Frizo, because you know what was happening, you have a surprise action and you can do whatever you want. But I will also say that the third thing that happens is that inexplicably, as the as a tear appears on the side of the tower and as it rocks to its side, um, and as a big part of the um, heart of glass smashes against the tower, a figure um, rolls out in a tight rubber suit clutching a sodden mop, which is the figure of Bobson Dugnut inexplicably flown, thrown clear. I say inexplicably because thousands of Tinker Gnomes are now dead. The only safe place is through the portal. Follow me! <laughs> And you can run, because they can't Yeah, I'm, I'm running through the portal. All right, Frieza makes his way through the portal. I've got to chase him. Yeah, I follow. I'm assuming in slow motion, like, stuff is, like, crumbling towards us. It's yep. So, yeah, the only way is forward. All of you are diving through the portal? Yeah. Yep. Bob's it is too, I guess. I yeah, is it? You didn't need to spare him, but he's there. That's good. <laughs> I'm just happy to be there. Great, you tumble forward onto the pavers, and soon you find yourself, Frieza. You're a moment ahead of them. They're racing towards you, but almost as if in slow motion. For you are standing at the gates, and you know once you open those gates, power beyond imagination will be yours. Uh, I, uh, dragon friends, let's go. Yep, they can't stop you. Yeah, let's go through that. T- okay, so let's go through those gates. And the mo- okay, the moment you touch the gates, you realize that something is wrong. Oh, fuck off, James! <laughs> <laughs> fuck off! The bars are white hot, and you shout in pain and surprise as a golden bar snakes out and encircles your wrist. The bar becomes a shining manacle, binding you to the floor, and as you look on in horror, the world of Dwyoma Heart begins to fall away. The gates, the city, even the horizon itself, falls in and collapses. A reality field discarded once it is no longer needed. Shining vistas are replaced with humble wooden walls. The city itself becomes the smoky common room of an all too familiar bar. Incredibly, it seems that you are somehow chained to the center of the dragon back in, though its proprietor and your friend is nowhere to be found. Instead, there is another figure lounging by the fireplace with his back to you. A figure that is known throughout the nine known worlds for his daring adventures and incredible schemes. Doubtless the architect of your capture, captain of the Flying Dutchman and planeswalker of the Council of Nine, Jeremy Scaleson. This is a face known to, all too well to you and one you have sorely missed. Your heart leaps as you recognize his crooked smile, his mottled skin, his massive ears, and his tiny goblinoid frame covered in his signature eye patches, so famed throughout the nine known worlds. No one else could be so bold but the hero of the fault line, the keeper of the bluffs of chance, the planeswalker goblin, Hyperion Max. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Uh, oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> Hello. It's me, Halifax Jones. <laughs> I guess, the, um, I guess the, the sort of question on everyone's mind is if an eye patch is put somewhere that is not an eye, they're, is they're it still an eye patch? They're all covering eyes. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. I'm hearing as you were. Any other questions? <laughs> Wait, Austin Powerful? It's me, Austin Powerful Max. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what's what's this is this is Hyperion Max. All throughout, all through the nine known worlds, there is a figure who is almost synonymous with adventure. Who is the captain of the Flying Dutchman? Who is a famous planes hopping goblin called Hyperion Max? Who you met on the exiled world of the Titans way back at the beginning of this season? But of course, you'd all lost your memories, so you didn't know what your friend looked like. Wait, but Hyperion Max knew who we were. Yes, of course. Oh. But then Hyperion Max met us and told us their name was Austin Powerful. Clearly something was afoot. A clever ruse! <laughs> Demi, can I ask, is your character also Dave Hughes? <laughs> you I base hate bait. having a wife. <laughs> Base base were Hooverberry. If there is a king of the bluffs of chance, and of course there is not, for it is fundamentally an anarchic, lawless place, but still all the bards sing of the adventures of Hyperion Max. This is the closest thing to meeting your hero. Wow. Hey. Wow. <laughs> hey, I like fully sing about you all the time. That's sick. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Never meet your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, Frizo's now like locked. That's correct. To the so the Grim Saltback's in, but Grim Saltback isn't there anymore. Well, now that you're there, and as I said, you're manacled to the floor of it. You notice something is also strange with this reality. The inn is sort of glitching in and out, like it's trying to hold its form every now and then. It glitches, and you think you see plain grey walls, and then it sort of snaps back into reality. Plain grey wall. What? What? Uh, I. Halifax Jones. What is this place? <laughs> Um, I have a question for you guys. What the fuck took you so long? <laughs> My captain, I apologise. I think these people are really and truly stupid beyond all matter. It does seem that way, doesn't it? I mean, it beggars belief. So, um, Max, you've obviously built this place. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Max goes on to explain. Yeah, no, uh, do you want me to explain or yes. do you want to? Great. Hey. <laughs> I... Nah, you explain. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you give, it a, you give it a go. You were real proud. Alright, I had... Do you remember my nice hat? <laughs> yep. I built a good holding place for boys. <laughs> which, which is... I've exploded my hat. I got into the good holding place and exploded my hat. That, I think I've explained it pretty clearly. Jeremy Except nods. Mmm, yep. <laughs> Max explained. I knew that we needed to stop Frizo. I created this prison. 
to keep... I knew that we uh, couldn't stop him, so I thought if we could imprison him, fuck. that would be the... Yeah, fuckhead. <laughs> you little bitch. You know what the irony of all of this is? Mm. You double cuck. <laughs> is it free so I should have done a fucking arcana check on the gates? <laughs> It seems, it seems as though this is the payoff to a long ruse, a ruse that has been built by Hyperion Max, uh, where Max has created a prison to hold the immortal Frizo. But Max Do you like what I've done with the place, though? My, my chemical romance posters. That's my hero. <laughs> my live, laugh, love pillow. <laughs> I've got it. I made a. I made this little butler. He looks like a penguin, and I f- fucking hate him. <laughs> There's a Doesn't little. Know why I made him, but I can't kill him. His name's little... Drevel. <laughs> there's a little fritzing robotic penguin butler who is a penguin, but is also in a tuxedo and also a robot. Hello, Drevel. Fuck, he's awful. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, me see what you mean. <laughs> Legends, kill Drevel. He, you're in a, you're in, you, you, your braces are dead. I think he's talking to his... I'm talking to the accursed spectre. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> what can an AI... What can the ghost of an AI do? I, I can tell you what the ghost of an AI can do. Uh, the ghost of an AI... Uh, well, you look that up, Hang. I'll just... Uh, well, has, has a plus, uh, plus my charisma. Well, anyway, has a, <laughs> has a plus seven attack roll for anything I tell it to kill. Okay, you're telling him to attack Drevel? Sure, why not? Let's do this. No, don't. <laughs> well, we just rolled a three, so... What's, what's, what's Drevel's armour class? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got one. Great, Drevel's dead. He's made out of one! <laughs> you killed Drevel. That's Max, fair. It seems that Max has built this place, but Max could not have built this. There was no point building a... Um, a honeypot vault without the honey, and it's... <laughs> That's an expression. Um, no, I didn't say a fucking thing! Good! <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> a wonderful job. I'm, oh it's all my... coming together. Keep is going. It? But Max, uh, but Max is, um, suddenly notices that one of you is missing. One of... <laughs> one of... Oh, yeah, no, I got it, yeah. Where's... <laughs> Yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. <clears throat> what? Hold on. Hey, hold on a second. Oh, I'm spinning slowly away. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, Bobby. Oh, he's in this little necklace. Oh, all right. Bobby. <laughs> Can I, can I summon him, Dave? Yeah, so you get the necklace, you pull it out, you look at it. Um, it's full of smoke, and you see it with your glasses for the first time, and you realise that the vault is a pocket dimension, and Bobby's... A fragment of Bobby's soul, um, a tiny, tiny fragment of it, wanders the, this, this vial that for him would be a land without end, full of the most nasty and horrible nightmares that Carcosa can summon, and that soul is doomed to walk that land for what will seem like an eternity for it, um, unable to escape. This is not enough to use a classic magic resurrect spell. This is all that Casilda allowed him to keep 
so that she could ensorcel him to her will. Great word. Thank you. Um, can we get a spell? And I will spelling? say it smells of fresh pancakes and lingonberries. How do you spell ensorcelled? Ensorcelled. E-N-S-O-R-C-E-L-L-E-D. Sick. Yeah, he gets it. Please tweet your corrections to <laughs> Dave Harmon on Twitter. Hang on, somewhere in an ultimate dimension, I smell a fucking nerd. <laughs> Demi? Yeah? Uh, you're wearing a body sock. <laughs> doing comedy body at sock. a live Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast. I need to coffee. <laughs> I cut up some Woolworths bags for my ears. <laughs> As soon as I saw those ears, I thought the great thing about these ears is they're reusable. (laughs) (laughs) You two visit fucking PAX next year, you have all let us down. (laughs) Now, um, Hyperion Max, for that is his name, um, the moment he realises that Bobby is dead and he looks and notices how many of you are here, he suddenly, for the first time, something like wild panic replaces his cocky, smug expression. I'm feeling wild panic. Something, there's an unhinged element to it. Oh, bugger. <laughs> oh, what's no. Your, what's your plan now? You've, you've captured Frizo. Do you know how to help us bring Bobby back? What? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm a professional. <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Maybe there's something in my in my ancient tome that can help. Uh, she does not know. Uh, he does not know. Um, but he looks. Jimmy, uh, <laughs> are you handing out? Are those? I, I can't see from here. Are those mints or condoms? They're condoms. <laughs> it's a hollowed out book. <laughs> Be you, safe, guys. So you just. You, you, you brought onto stage and therefore into this magical world a hollowed out spell book full of condoms. It's true. So yes. you get the sense that it's very possible that Max may have lost his mind in his time <laughs> in the vault when he said where, like, how long, uh, where have you guys been? There is a sense that perhaps the plan he laid down with Bobby has taken longer than they, uh, they both thought. And at that point you notice that beyond Drevel there is in fact an army of slow, of minorly adjusted <laughs> penguin butlers that suggests almost a lifetime of work. Yeah, and they're all yelling, quack! <laughs> In that voice. All at the same time, like a deafening thunderclap. <laughs> Wait, are we being attacked by a penguin version of the ice hockey team, the Muddy Ducks? <laughs> if you want, Hing, if you want. Uh, uh, okay, so Frieza's locked in. There's, wait, just, does Frieza realise that... And Hyperion Max ascent, looks at you and goes and snaps her fingers and she says, he says... Snaps their fingers. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Dave, you cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> snaps their fingers and says the lance. Give me the lance. Yeah, the lance. And then what? G- give me it. Give me it. You, you have I'm the lance. Um, you pulled it yeah. out when you came on the other side. But what, 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 what do you... What, what, what will I get? I, wa- I want it. Give, give me. To no. Give to me it. Is he all bound up and shit? Yeah, he, he's got one hand still chained to the ground. 
Oh, and then the other hand he's is got just one, free. One hand and he's out. got, and he's in the other one he's holding the lens. He's, the other hand is giving a high five. <laughs> Can I just like grab it off him? Oh yeah, great. Make quickly, make for me a dexterity check, opposed by your dexterity. Wee. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you get? Six. 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 Okay. Well, you have uh, disadvantage. Part of my. Part of my hexblade thing is that I can uh, replace dexterity with charisma, which is plus seven. Aww. Uh, so, so that's you win that automatically. Eleven plus seven, yeah. Nobody likes a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. You dodge out of the way awkwardly, and your pants fall down. No, try again. <laughs> uh, but try you, again. Hyperion no, 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 Max, no, no, do you have a do you have a way to? I'll, if I give you this lance, yeah. Do you have a way to get us back to Faerun? I have a way to get back to Faerun. <laughs> uh, do I know? Do, do, do I just sense if uh, they are lying or not? No, you get the sense that um, they are well, telling make, the absolute make, make, truth. Make an insight check for me. Um, just DC twelve. Uh, two. two. You have no idea. <laughs> Maybe. Max, what are you going to do with the lance? I am going to g- create. And I'm choosing my words very carefully. <laughs> a way back to Faerun, that is the truth, right? Um, sure. You're going to create a way out of this vault. I'm going to create a way out of this vault. That is my only objective and that is what I will do. Frizo, fuck you. You're staying here. <laughs> you're a real ding-dong. <laughs> first of all. And second of all, you're... Fuck off. <laughs> So wait, Frieza's choices are... You don't really have a choice. No, no, you do, you do. You, you've got the lance, you could give it to them, you could try to break out of the chain, or you could negotiate because Can I tickle him? Yeah, I'd you... like to tickle him. Yeah, you, yeah, you know I what? I would love to just tickle this guy. I would love to tickle Frieza with my fingers and his body. Those are the parts of us that I would like to use to tickle Frieza. I would like to take my fingers and I would like to place them upon the skin of Fresso. Frizo. And I would like to make him laugh and feel tickled. Frizo, it sounds like you're about to get a tickling. Do you want me to hold that lance? <laughs> no. And it, is Hyperion just like creeping towards <laughs> yeah. him saying this You thing? might drop it. When you're locked in place by a magic manacle, I did say you could do whatever you wanted, but one thing that you probably can't do at this moment is not be tickled by a mad <laughs> goblin. <laughs> Here I come! <laughs> I guess I'm wondering what everyone else is wondering is if the real Michael Hing gets tickled, what happens? You have, as no, you have until Demi gets you walking <laughs> in that mad way to so tell me what you do before you get tickled. I, I don't think Frieza's ticklish. Well, let's find let's out. Find out. <laughs> Give it a go. If you can make me laugh, then. <laughs> Is <laughs> that's a laugh? Yeah, it's a laugh, right? <laughs> Frieza, what are you gonna t- <laughs> make? You know what? Make a Constitution save for me, DC sixteen. What is this show? Fail. <laughs> you drop the lance onto the ground. Um, and deftly, uh, you, you grab it and you pick it up. Yep. I got it. Well, I don't get it. 
Tickleback. <laughs> no, you don't oh, get I'm a tickleback. It's, it's a two-way street, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> it's a bit selfish, but okay. Now I have the lance. You do. Yep. Uh, and Max says, uh, "Real sorry, guys. It was really only meant real to be him." Real sorry, guys. <laughs> it was really, was really only, only meant to be him here. Yeah, Are you enjoying this where you talk and then Debbie tries to predict what you're saying? It's like that episode so of Doctor Who where they're off the thing. thing. <laughs> I guess if and you I want... And Iberia Max is real sorry. It was supposed to be only you guys. fact of the matter is, is every time the doors open and let someone in, one person can get out and, well, this bird's got to fly. And with that, uh, Hyperion Max takes the cracked helmet that was next to her and plugs the lance into the socket of it and places and it like, oh, on fuck, their it's head. E- wait, hang on, it's a USB-C. Let me get my adapter. <laughs> Swear to God, it, you know, just inbuilt degradation in these fucking things. Hold on. All right, got it. Plug. It's what I say when I plug things in. <laughs> and with that, the world seems to spin in white light that, in, that emanates from the chair that she's sitting on that they're sitting on. They. And it envelops the room and suddenly in a flash, Hyperion Max is gone. And oh, with it, I love you. <laughs> with it, the entire illusion fades and you find yourself in a small grey box with a filthy mattress in the corner and a single wooden chair. And other than that, an adornment portal. Without the lance, it seems there is no way home. And one tiny wardrobe with tiny coat hangers covered in eye patches. Uh, Captain? Uh, Captain Hyperion Max? (laughs) They forgot you! Uh, Captain? uh, Come in, Captain! Captain? Devo, man. No, Hyperion Max is gone. Oh, shitballs. And now you they, are they just forgot me. They'll be back in a second just to pick me up. You are all now trapped inside. And a- there's sort of a Looney Tunes circle that comes down around my head and says, Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> <laughs> that was your captain? The one you love so much? We should have killed Hyper Beyond Max. <laughs> <laughs> we got blamed for it. Turns out they were a dick. Butthole. Yeah. Oh man, I'm upset. Hey guys, man, one we second. thought our friend was bad. Y'all, sorry, I have a solution. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? The last time it worked. Remember that time when we were all together the last time? Oh boy. Sweet, sweet chocolate memories. Um, and then I used this old hickety do around my neck uh, to help us out. I reckon we could do the same thing this time around. What do you say? See, that's a good friend. Do you trust me? And Base Base pulls the leather cord with, with a small crystal um, necklace that you had saved from the wet ways and that if you remember when you guys were trapped in the abyss, you used this, you hit the bars with it and the bars disappeared. Oh, this was yeah, right. Okay, bye, Frizo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, where are we all staying or are we all going? Um, uh, do we need quorum? Is, is Frizo still uh, trapped by the hand? By yeah, Frizo at the moment is, is being left here. Frizo's um, trapped with a magic manacle in the center of the room. Um, do you guys care about this guy? Because it seems like he's just been pretty shitty so far. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, he has been a bit of a pain in the butt. Um, but he's our pain in the butt. <laughs> and maybe, maybe if we take him with us, we can find a way to strip him of his immortality. Or get him to some, like, therapy or something. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least, man, like... Where will this take us if, if you can get us out of here? You have the knock spell, by the way, so you could open um, these manacles. Jeremy. Right. Um, where will it take us? Uh... You don't know. You only have the crystal. There's the portal with the socket on it, and other than that, it's just blank walls, mattress, chair, filthy eye patches. Yeah, it's just a lucky dip, really. <laughs> filthy? They're like, they're like regular eye patch state. Like, I don't know, there's no laundromat down there. And I can't, like, I don't know, it's hard. Do you rotate the eye patches or do they have certain body parts? That is actually very private. And, uh, I don't know, unwork? <laughs> Who can say? I guess the internet later. <laughs> Frizo, if we take you with us, will you promise to renounce your god status? <laughs> I don't think Frizo would. Let me put it this way. Well, all your immortality will not help you here. Kill yourself as many times as you want. You will just come back to this prison. Frizo, you like negotiating. I've been betrayed. And not by me for once. <laughs> for once. I see you as an asset, and I still do. If I free you, you must make an unbreakable oath that you will help me track down Hyperion Max so that I may get my revenge. I want Hyperion Max. Ooh. <sighs> I don't think Frieza would take the deal. So you're gonna stay? I think I don't think Frizo would live in servitude to um, to Jeremy because he hates him. Okay, so you've made your decision. You sit down on the chair. Yeah. Is there no one out? <laughs> oh yeah, no wait. There's a big old door that you can just. <laughs> Me, while Phil, while Frizo has a moment to think on the chair, the rest of you gather around and look at the crystal. It seems completely uh, mundane, but you. Yeah, for the, for the four of you, it, it's clearly a magical, but you can't tell what it does. My life used to be so simple. Just killing werewolves, etc. Now here I am in a blank room full of eye patches. <laughs> Who'd have thought that I'd miss that stinky old town? Cool, well, uh... <laughs> Gonna take it to the door. Yeah, exactly. the yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna like shove this into the old dory do. And uh, the, so- the, the socket, into, the dish. Yeah, into the socket. Okay, it doesn't seem to fit, it. but you press up the crystal of your necklace into the dish, and like before, it it seems to try to grab it, 
and it doesn't fit quite right. It glows white, it starts to spin, but unlike before where it just smoothly turned a quarter circle, it starts to spin erratically and your hand is forced away. A crack appears in the necklace and the portal starts to swim into focus and you think you can see the land of the Deadlands as the crystal turns and spins and a whining white hot noise emanates from it and then it shatters into a thousand pieces and disappears and the portal snaps back out of focus and dies. It is now a fi- essentially an empty fireplace, completely closed, and you are all locked in this vault with no exit. Oh, shit, oh. my dad. Must have, got a bit, must have got a bit of poo in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> but something else starts to happen. The moment that the necklace is destroyed, a white light begins to glow, almost imperceptibly first, in your skin, your hair, base, base, Verberi, I'm talking to you, and you suddenly, this, this light glows stronger and stronger and encompasses you until the glow itself picks you up and off the floor and you begin to float in the center of the room as you also begin to transform. Uh, in truth, your features change only slightly, but the effect is still startling as your bardic armor melts into white robes. The four of you see a figure that you have seen in effigies, reliques, even statues. A figure that some of you know more and none would know as well as Friso, for it is the form commonly used in the lands of Faerun to represent that power, the mother of mysteries herself, the mystery of magic, keeper of the great weave, the goddess Mister, who manifests herself before you. Oh, you tried to smooch that! <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so Base Base Waverberry is gone and in her place is the goddess Mistra. Yo, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> is that really, is that, that's, that's how you're going to do the goddess? I guess, yeah. Okay, cool. But we all know who she I'm is. I'm proud of you, Montaigne. <laughs> <laughs> We yes, all you, you all recognise her and it is a struggle not to fall immediately to your knees. Jeremy does so. Great. I'm I more like... Baston more like lounges. <laughs> is Baston going to try and neg a god? <laughs> <laughs> Worth a shot. <laughs> I think Frizo would cower. <laughs> Behind the chair? Yeah, I guess. And I guess... All right. Because she would know that he tried to take her place. And she? she looks at you, but it seems not with anger, even though you know that it was a ritual that you used to a binder to a, hum- to a humanoid form. She looks at you, if anything, with pity. Oh, that's got a sting. <laughs> oh, please, I'm sorry. Is that what you're doing? I think Fraser would melt in this moment. Okay, cool. I think he would. I think. I'm so sorry. Um, Phil's just like, oh, great goddess, Mistra. Please, will you help us out of this room and help us with our friend? Please help us. <laughs> now, I don't know if Mr. recalls this, but Filge did give her a sprite earlier. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know what the... Truly the drink of the gods. <laughs> You're indebted to me. No, so, so, but just to be clear, so you understand, Montaigne, your, your memories, you realise suddenly were all fake. They were an effect of the ritual, and you return to your normal omniscient self. You know what Frizo has done, you know who these people are, you understand the predicament that they are in, and you understand what Frizo has tried to do. Okay. So Frizo trapped her in a different body? Yes. Wow. And that of an itinerant, itinerant penniless bard. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty impressive, Frizo. 
Credit where credit's due, Frizo. Hey guys, so <laughs> it's me, Mistra. What's up? Uh, <laughs> Love it. Look, I, I see that we are all in a uh, predicament here. Um, mostly a predicament created by our kind friend Frizo here right now. Um, Look, Frizo, I would love to put you on a mental health care plan. <laughs> um, as soon as possible, we need to get that done. Um, but that requires us all getting out of here as soon as possible. And I'd like to help you guys out. So what say we all bounce? Feelings, guys? Yes, please. Yes, I, f I feel you. Amen. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all hold on to your dress or something? How does this work? Well, Mr. explains that um, she can help you find your way home. So, and she is willing to do that for she sees in all of you either worthiness or such patheticness that you need help. But she also sees in you, Frizo, a threat. And so, um, as a goddess who unwilling to intercede um, in the affairs of mortals without their own control, she offers you a choice. Frieza, you can no longer wander the nine known worlds and immortal, and she will take that power from you. But there is more inside you than just a simple immortality curse. There is a darkness that Mistress sees in you, a taint not just of the... <laughs> a taint not just of the body, but of the mind and of the heart itself. You like that taint, Dave? <laughs> the taint of the mind is like from there to like there. Sort of runs down the back of the yeah. neck. One that she is willing to help you with. And so, she, but, but, but she offers your friends a choice. Mr. says to you, if you give me your friend, Frizo, I will take him to Dwyoma Heart, where I, as the first doctor in the first hospitals, we will work on your friend and try to find a way to cure the broken twistedness within him. It may take centuries, and I cannot guarantee you will ever see your friends again, but you will know that the multiverse is safe from the terrible potential that he contains. I understand that to lose a dear friend is heartbreaking, and so I offer you, as a balm of solace, a way to soften that blow. And she asks for the phylactery from you, Eden. I take it off and go... Here you go. Whoop. <laughs> oh, just kidding, just kidding. It's for you. It's for you. She looks uh, at it and she says, "No, there is no spellcaster, arcane or divine, walking in any known world that could bring your friend back. Only a miracle could do this, but I am one capable of miracles. Give me your friend, Frizo. Allow me to protect the multiverse from him. Let me take him back to Dwyoma Heart. Say your goodbyes, and I will give you your friend back." But the weave's way must be woven by mortals, and if you will not do this, if you cannot bear to part with your friend, I will take the phylactery. I will give you the phylactery back again, but you will never see Bobby again, for his ma the magic is beyond any mortal you will find in Faerun. And if you take Frizo, how long are you going to fiddle with him for? <laughs> Until he's all better. So Bobby or Frizo? Bobby, Bobby now, Frizo maybe never, <laughs> or Bobby never, Frizo now. You can leave this vault with one of your friends, the other it would take 
forces beyond your reckoning to see them again. It feels like this is a hard choice, but I don't know if it is. <laughs> <laughs> Can Frizo play this case? Yeah. Go on. I just real quick. Um, Have you come back in your speedy little thing? Yeah, again? yeah, yeah. Drevel's also dead, so if you wanted to. I don't know. That's just sort of a third option for you to kind of consider. If you Bobby, need. Frizo, or Drevel the bad robot penguin we all hate. Yeah. But you need, to make a de- you need to make a decision now. Frizo? Don't want to say because this episode of the podcast has gone on for 67 minutes. Also, Drevel only, like, he doesn't really help with anything and he just shits batteries. Working batteries? Like full of electricity? No, like opposite working batteries. Oh. If you put them in anything, it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, scratch that. Mr. A is waiting for your response. Do you want your friend Frizo or do you want your friend Bobby? You know what? I think Frizo wouldn't plead his case. I think he's too proud. I, I think he would say, in your hearts, you know what you have to do. Um, and, he would, and, he, and he would leave it up to... Um, well, who gets to vote? Um, Jeremy says Filge, Baston These are your friends Whatever choice you make I leave it to you And there's a subtext there really isn't there I mean we really going to be judgmental About the type of friends we keep Jeremy No Which is why I say this Bobson's like, I have been here the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I've got nothing to add but that, but I sort of just wanted to make that. You know what? It's fine. I'm just going to look at these nice eye patches. And he goes back to looking at the eye patches. While he sweeps away a pile of batteries. (laughs) So if if Scaleson is giving the choice, if Frizo won't take a vote, then it comes down to Baston and Filge, who must make the decision, Bobby or Frizo. Uh, I, I turn to Frizo and I say, Frizo, me hope that you will remember your friends and come back to us. And I give him my more. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, but maybe give me the locket that lets me ban, but that's cool. <laughs> And Mr. looks at you and says, is this your final decision? I say yes, and I, and I give him the mall, um, and, I, and I, I blink at him. Wait, you blink or you wink? She can't wink. <laughs> Baston, do you have any last things to say to Frizo? I walk over to Frizo and I take off my cape of billowing, <laughs> and I put it around his shoulders. I say, it looks good on you. <laughs> And then he, he gives Frizo a hug and he breathes him in real deep to remember his smell. And then he slides his hand down. <laughs> and as we fade on... And just on gives the... him a little tushy squeeze. <laughs> Mr. takes the phylactery, she breathes in it and it seems to crack. The smoke escapes and it spins into a mini vortex and up out of it springs the figure of Bobby Pancake's level six rogue. Return to us, congratulations. <laughs> Here's your character sheet. Mm. Checks out. 
But there is no more time for hellos or goodbyes for Mistress Smile fills the room with its calming celestial radiance and it seems to lift the three of you up and with um, Jeremy, I suppose, spins back to the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> oh, four maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobson Dugnut is lost to time and space. <laughs> so you find yourselves transported to a far distant outer plane, strange to all of the nine known worlds, but to you, very familiar. Far from the cradle, far from Primus. As grateful as you are to be home, however, victory is bittersweet, for the nine known worlds have exacted a bitter price for the, your time among the stars. Friso is gone forever, and like the lance itself, his absence creates a deep wound in the fabric of the dragon friends that will not soon be healed. For how can three such as these survive alone on a road they have trod as four for so long? What is home when your closest friends are now beyond the stars? Can time heal such a fracture smashed beyond repair like a broken heart of glass? For the answer to questions such as these, tune in to season five of Dragon Friends. Thank you. Hey, we did it. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, Eden Lacey and Simon Griner and a DM by me, Dave Harmon, with NPC Voices by Ben Jenkins. Our guests this week were Montaigne and Demi Lardner. Shakira Khan designs our website. The podcast was mixed and mastered by Beth McMullen and recorded live at Giant Dwarf Theatre with music by Dan and Liam Scarrett. We will be back with our Christmas adventure and then a whole new season next year. See you next time. These days, having versatile clothing you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes all sorts of versatile any-weather staples, hoodies, jackets, and more. Whether you're buying a gift or stocking your closet, you'll find just what you need. And it's all made right here in the USA. Find your new wardrobe staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your order when you use code ANYSTYLE24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Promo code ANYSTYLE24.